Thank you for joining us here at Celebration Church, where we celebrate God, celebrate people, and celebrate life. We hope you enjoy today's message. How good is God? Yeah? It's good? You're cool that He loves you? You understand how much? Yeah? Put Jesus on the cross for us? Good news? So we get to go and live in that place Mark was just talking about in heaven, eternity. How good's that? I cannot tell you how excited I am about being in that place. One of the biggest struggles I have personally as a Christian is being enveloped by a God who is absolutely 100% loving because I can't accept my own self to a large degree being that lovable. Have you ever had that thought that God's going to put his arms around you and he's going to squeeze you so amazingly, firmly, fully in his 100% pure love? You know what's going to happen there? He says everything that's impure in your thought, your mind, your life, everything is just going to just be squeezed out of you in, in a moment of time and you're going to transfer to living the way he thinks about you rather than the way we think about ourselves. How awesome is that? Like, don't you live for that? That's a frightening love, I reckon. That's what I sort of dwell on that a little bit. I dwell on that, that I think, like, I'm not worthy to be loved that much. But we know through Christ we are. So coming into the new year, I wanted to encourage you on two words. Everyone say, Look up. That's it. For 2022, if you remember this sermon, all I want you to remember for the whole year is to what? To what? I think you're doing really well already. I think I'm done. Thank you. No, maybe not. So we know that the world is in no doubt turbulent times. The world promises everything but delivers shallow results. So in 2022, can I encourage you to invest your time, your life, in developing heavenly currency. You don't have to have a turbulent life all the time. You simply need to make good choices, right choices. And one way of doing that is spending time with the living God. You know, the world has... uh, always been too busy for our God. Or sometimes it's not wanted him at all. And we see that even in the media, most media, not all media, they're continuing to drive God out of the narrative of our lives, our community, our world, and replace him with other heroes. Uh, Using education facilities, they continue to drive their own ideology. Places like Harvard and Yale that were started as Christian organisations, Christian education, have since turned their back on that very foundation that they were built on. And rather like a lot of our NGOs, like Lifeline, uh, there's, there's numerous of others that were actually started by Christian men and women. YWCA, the YMCA, even our hospitals and our schools, many were started as Christian organisations and have sadly turned away from having God as their foundation to having maybe academia as their foundation or evolution or whatever it may be. You know, Shakespeare, has anyone heard of Shakespeare? Shakespeare had over 1,200 quotes of scriptures used in his plays, 
Isn't that amazing? 1,200. So when he was writing, quite often the things of God were in his mind when he was writing his plays. And yet still, the cancel culture is trying to direct our path, your mode path, by trying to erase out of history anything that does not certify their particular ideology or their thinking. And still, Christians remain the most persecuted persecuted group across the globe. Did you know that? Out of all the groups across the globe, Christians are the most persecuted. It's incredible. Yet we don't see any of that on telly, of all these terrible things where people have been hounded and destroyed for their faith in Christ Jesus across the globe. Fortunately for all these people who put their trust in God, are rather like Daniel and his three friends. These people know to look up. And they know, as we just talked about in Psalm 121, from where the help comes from. The Lord our God. Church, every day, everything today equates virtually to a commodity. It's price, it's how much can I buy it for? Everything, even air is sold in other countries. Tin air. Actually, one of the biggest discoveries I think I've ever found was in the US where they sold apparently 10,000 invisible skipping ropes with a video of how to use them. 10,000. People will pay money for nearly anything. Everything is virtually for sale. The world seems hell-bent on driving us to not only for their narrative, but also to keep us afraid. It's driving us to keep our heads down. Just watch the news and how negative it is. But the good news I'm here to tell you this morning is that God is for us, not against us. Our God is for you. If you're, having, if you're struggling with who you are, what you're doing, what you're created to do, can I just say to you, stick with God. He'll show you very clearly. And if you don't know where to start, can I just tell you, come to church, be in connect, love God, love people. It's not very hard. Although the discipline to do those things, because we're quite often diverted to other things that the world says is cool, can be a challenge for us to stay away from building those patterns in our life. So regardless of what others are saying, particularly about COVID, can I ensure uh, that you know that COVID will not prevail against our God? And for those that are worried about COVID, can I encourage you to look at it this way? It will not prevail over our God. COVID will come and go. Our God has always been and always will be. You want to put your trust in something that is unshakable, put it in Christ. Amen? Just like Daniel from the Bible who faced massive trials. You don't think he had trials? We've got COVID, we've got unemployment, we've got a few things that we're going to deal with. We've got broken relationships, we've got, you know, uh, all these challenges. But I can tell you it would be nothing like Daniel in his time. He had to face a very, uh, a very um, anti-God generation. And we'll learn and look at that shortly. 
so we can learn from Daniel to pray always and forgive people. Daniel could have easily become bitter from his time, his tested time, but he actually chose to continue to pray and forgive people. You know, folks, you've got a choice here this morning for 2022. You can carry unforgiveness again for another year against that person, that church, that family, that boss, or you can let it go. What are you going to do? Get bitter or get better? 2022, can I encourage you to get better? Get rid of the bitterness. It's robbing you of life. I'm knowing people that have so, got so much unforgiveness about a church, an individual in the church, or something around their life that they cannot let go. Both political people and non-political people. And that will take them to the very gates of hell, as the scripture says. Don't let bitterness take you there. Criticism has the power you give it. Don't give it any. Do you don't th- <laughs> I can assure you, just being through a mirror race, and what people write on Facebook and stuff like that, you can't control. But I could control whether it had power over my life. Can I encourage you? Don't give it power. Don't give it power. Walk away from it. Daniel was able to do this graciously somehow, not empower what the Babylonians were going to do. And Daniel, you know what? Daniel wasn't a one-off situation. Daniel served over three kings during his life. Did you realize that? He served Nebuchadnezzar. He served Belteshazzar. That was the guy where they wrote on the wall. God wrote on the wall with his finger. Imagine that. Could you imagine if God turned up in the service this morning and wrote, me, me, takel, whatever he wrote. Basically, you've been found wanting, you've been weighed, and today your kingdom is over. And that was written on the wall. How amazing. Thank God he doesn't give, he's not that subtle to us. You know, Daniel's seen the very best and the very worst of human nature. He got through it, though, at least until he was 85. So let's look what we can learn from Daniel. Okay, there's four things, and I'm going to leave them up there. Usually we drop one in at a time for you, okay? But today I want you to get this into your spirit, so I'm going to leave them up there even though we're going to the Scriptures. Daniel left us with some lessons of life that are still relevant for us today in 2022. Everyone say, number one, what is it? Number two. Number three. Number four. Okay, you like that? So... The first one, don't compromise. Let's look at Daniel 1 8 uh, and verses 9. So it says, But Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine, and asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself in this way. And uh, verse 9, now God had caused the official to show favor and passion to Daniel. Who had actually caused the official to change his mind? God. Verse 9, now God had caused the official to show favour. Do you think your boss can be turned around? Who's worked under bosses and you think there's no way in hell this boss is ever going to change their attitude? I can just say to my wife is an amazing person that she has worked with bosses that have spoken her into the ground and they have turned around with time about because the presence of God that she brought into her workplace. They can change. 
and God can change them. And God is interested in changing uh, bosses as well. God can help them show you favour, even when they don't want to. Uh, the main thing here that I want you to say is that the first point, which is don't compromise, you see in verse 8 that Daniel, you might know the story, who knows the story of Daniel? Virtually he was in the curse where Israel was not doing what God wanted them to do and God went, that's it, I've had it, I'm going to do something that will get Israel's attention because they're taking their eyes, they're looking down instead of looking up. Now I'm going to get their attention and I'm going to get them to look, from looking down to looking up. And you know what he did? He took them away for 70 years and he put them in this place called Babylon. And you know Babylon, it was Sin City. You can do anything you want, buy anything you need, and you could live the lifestyle of very depraved ways, okay? So that's where God took him. Why would God take him? Now, he was only 17. Who's 17 here? Only one. <laughs> Pastor Joel. I reckon we think about that with 17 in our mind, us guys, and, and I don't think we ever leave 17, personally. But anyway, we've got one person we'll ever... I was going to say, if you're 17 or if you're online and you're 17, God has got a huge future for you, okay? Where Daniel went when he was 17 to where he was, where he's 85, he changed nations, he changed kings, he changed communities. So what was the first one? Do not compromise. We can learn that from Daniel. And the other thing is, just for the vegetarians in the house, was Dan Daniel might have been the first vegetarian, because he said, eat vegetables and water. And, then, and it said in the Bible that they look the best. So that's why Ben looks so stunning. <laughs> look, look at it. You're a specimen. St stand up, son. <laughs> that's what you can look like when you eat vegetables and water. Drink water. It's amazing. Anyway. So first of all, lesson for 2022, do not compromise. Our second is... Don't quit. Everyone say don't quit. Okay, we're going to quickly flick to a video. How good is it? I don't know about you, but I feel a bit like that, the last man standing sometimes, because what God's done in my life. You know, like Fed Ingham, the odds are against you. People are talking against you. People are saying, you're never going to win because if there's five, you know how many combined gold medals these other people have won? You haven't got a chance. God plus one is a majority, friends. You plus God is a majority. God's got this. Can I encourage this morning? Everyone say it. Don't quit. Daniel in 6.10, there's a, um, the verse 6.10, it says, Now when Daniel learned that the decree had been published... Uh, he went home to his upstairs room where the windows were open towards Jerusalem. Three times a day he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God, just as he'd done before. Now the, hist the, the picture of this is that all these people that hated Daniel and wanted to really see him out of the picture put up a, a gig with the, the king to make an edict that you could no, no longer pray to your God. And, and Daniel basically ignored it and done what he normally did even though it could have cost him his life, which you know the, uh, the penalty for him doing this was he was going to be chucked in to a lion's den. But where was he? 
he still went as per usual against the tide, against the world, against the legislation, against the law. And what did he do? He kneeled down and prayed as per usual. Don't quit. Keep praying. Keep believing for your lost ones. Keep believing for that miracle. Keep believing for those dreams. Who knows that 2022 isn't the year that the Lord's going to deliver it into your life? And do you really think that the Lord's arms are that short that he cannot give it to you? Don't quit. Move on to the next one. So the first one was don't compromise. What was the next one? Don't quit. Third one, trust God. Now this is where Daniel was, Daniel 6.23. The king was overjoyed. Okay, let me just keep that up there for a sec. So what happened, the penalty was he was be chucked in a lion's den. Okay, he gets thrown in the lion's den and you think he's going to be eaten up because they would normally probably keep the lions hungry so they could rip the shreds, anything that was thrown into them. So they'd be absolutely aggressively hungry as we know what is it hangry <laughs> hangry <laughs> hungry and angry isn't it yeah does anyone get hangry yeah a few of us okay anyway they chuck him in okay so they chuck him into the pit the king doesn't want him to die okay so the, this is where we pick up the story the king was overjoyed and gave orders to lift daniel out of the den and when Daniel uh, was lifted from the den, no wound was found on him because he had trusted his God. Can I encourage you in 2022, don't give up. Trust God. He will bring you out of the lion's den. Now, I did have a picture there where, and I don't think it's, I've included it here, sorry, but it's, it's a picture of Daniel in the den with the lions and Daniel, the picture is Daniel smiling at the lions. And I'm thinking about it and thinking like, isn't that it? Smile at your lions because your trust should be in God, not in the lions. And sometimes they roar and they scare us. You know, you know the, bark, the bark is worse than the bite, they say. And it's because the bark sends a fear down your, your spine and so we just need to be careful that we don't let the bark intimidate us the roar the lion intimidate us it didn't intimidate uh, uh, Daniel Daniel said a big angel came down and shut the mouths of the lions do you think God could shut the mouths of your lions in your life okay don't give criticism the power and secondly, allow God to shut down the lions. Okay? A vengeance is not mine. A vengeance is the Lord's. Okay? Let the Lord avenge your enemies. What we should do is love our enemies. Trust God. So, so far, don't compromise. Don't quit in 2022. Trust God. And finally, God is sovereign. And guess what? History proves it. In um, Jeremiah, Jeremiah, and I'll put this scripture up there in particular, it says, Jeremiah 29, 4-7, This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. That's talking about Daniel, remember? He carried Daniel there. 
build houses, settle down, plant gardens, and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there. Do not decrease. Also, seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into uh, exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. Wow, this is Sin City. Don't you know where you sent me? You, you put me in this workplace. You put me in this school. You put me in this community. Don't you know what it's like? Can't you see how far they are away from you, God? How am I ever going to make an impact? And there's Daniel changing not one king, Nebuchadnezzar, not two kings, Belshazzar, not three kings in Darius. Three different generations he impacted. But he would have every reason not to in his own mind. We read in uh, Daniel 6.25, Then King Darius wrote to all the nations and peoples of every language in the earth. Who did he write to? He wrote to everyone. He's telling all his friends this amazing thing about God, this God that saved Daniel. I mean, imagine if we raved about how good our God is. Imagine if we went out to everyone and said, do you know what God did in my life? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. 52 weeks a year. Uh, how many years you're alive. Imagine if you had that zeal to tell everyone what God did, not only to save you. I mean, I don't know how many times God has saved my life. My goodness, I was burned at a stake, I could have died. I've been in the surf a few times, I could have drowned. Uh, I've done a few other silly things that I could have died. Um, I could be dead a lot of times over, but God saved me. How good is that? And now look at the impact that I have made on my state and my nation with the Modern Slavery Act and the world. Now, I know that is a Daniel. You're all Daniels. God's done something in each one of your lives that is worth telling others about. And that's called our testimony. And when we share our testimony, guess what? People listen. And guess what else? They learn about our God. So let's see what the king said about Daniel's God. May you prosper greatly. Hey, isn't that coincidental that God told Daniel what to do in Jeremiah 29, 4-7? If, if it prospers, who else will prosper? You, Daniel. And isn't it ironic, I think it's ironic that the Bible talks about the king using the very word prosper after Daniel was saved. May you prosper greatly. I issue a decree that in every part of my kingdom people must fear and reverence the God of Daniel. For he is, uh, for he is the living God and he endures forever. His kingdom will not be destroyed not by COVID, not by anything. His kingdom is forever. Let's look up. His dominion will never end. How good is that? That's the God of history. So God is sovereign. Amen? God took back Israel as promised 70 years later. And uh, King 
Belshazzar. I like uh, noted Daniel when he brought Daniel in because he had, you know, Daniel was a bit of a prophet to his father and Daniel got in there and then uh, King uh, Belshazzar uses Daniel again like his father did about trying to interpret the dreams and he interpreted the writing on the wall that I told you. Okay, well, who did King uh, Belshazzar use then? He used Daniel. And then who used Daniel after King Belshazzar? Darius. What do you think the legacy was of Daniel? What will your legacy be? In 2022, what will your legacy be? Don't compromise. Don't quit. Trust God, the God of history. Our God. In 2022, you will and can do great things. Some will be mighty. Some will be small. But you will do great things. It says in Daniel 11.32. You can come up, Nat, thanks. Daniel 11.32. And such as... And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt by uh, flatteries. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Friends, you were created for something better than a life just in this world. Getting by, struggling, you're created for something better. This year, stay in fellowship. Keep close to the Celebration family. Honour God daily in many ways and keep praying. We hope you were encouraged by today's message. If you would like to know more about our church, please go to celebrationchurch.com.au.